0: Hello, and welcome to Evolve Pipedrive Podcast, where we talk all things pipe drive, sales, apps, and pipe drive marketplace. My name is Bruce Bignall, I only run Evolve. Evolve is a technology consultancy based in the UK, working globally. We help businesses get more out of pipe drive through implementation, consultancy, and training. Today I have the great pleasure to be joined by Vlastim Vodeker, the founder and CEO at pipebooster.io. Pipe Booster is a sales tool that integrates natively with your CRM. Uh, to keep your data up to date. Uh, I know a lot of people will be very interested to see uh, what these guys are up to. So I'm very looking, uh, very much looking forward to this conversation uh, with Vastabil for a couple of reasons. One, because Vastabil is one of those people that lives and breathes all things startups and entrepreneurship, having bootstrapped uh, his first million uh, with, with his parent company, uh, lead Picker, uh, with his co-founder. He's now built a technology startup that we'll talk about today, um, that was recognized as top of the 50 fastest growing technology companies by Deloitte in 2019 and 2021. Um, and because he is a self-confessed adventurer, uh, he's training to be an ultralight aircraft pilot. Uh, he has a judo black belt uh, and is a BJJ practitioner. So I think we're in safe hands. Um, <laughs> so Vlasville, welcome. Uh, please introduce yourself and pipe research to our audience.
1: Thank you for having me here. Uh, so we have uh, we built Pipe Booster. Uh, we have already uh, been working with more than 700 customers for 42 countries. And uh, Pipe Booster is our new uh, SaaS tool that everybody can try uh, for free. What it does is Pipe Booster connect to your Pipe Drive, or you can just work with uh, any spreadsheet or Excel file. Uh, and then when connected. Uh, what happens is that PyBooster enriches all your contacts with the right LinkedIn profile, Mm -hmm. and then a robot visits this LinkedIn profile on a frequency that you set up, like once a week, every two weeks, one a month. If the person that you are monitoring, your customer or your uh, late-stage prospect or uh, your user change their job, then PyBooster notifies you and immediately create a new lead in your CRM system. So it avoids the risk of churn, hmm. but at the same time, you know, if somebody who already knows you move to a new company, uh, this is a great business opportunity. So by Booster, make sure you don't miss this. And uh, it creates a lead in the CRM system and with Integration uh, that we do through Zapier, you can even uh, get a notification on Slack, or it uh, drafts a template uh, or it drafts a personalized message uh, uh, that you can just double check and then send to your prospect.
0: Awesome, yeah, I, I love that. So, so you've been around since around twenty fifteen. Um, I mean, what does the team look like now? From a from a you know dev, sales, marketing, ops, obviously. If you're servicing such a, a large, uh, uh, oh, it's behind you there, it's, it, spans, it spans the globe. Right. So um, what, what does the team look like? So
1: we are now around 25 people. Most of the people are in the development uh, and we are expanding our team as we need more uh, people in marketing, of course, so always looking for new people in uh, in dev and product. So uh if you are interested to join us just uh
0: yeah <laughs> <message>. <laughs> yeah we'll put your, your LinkedIn in in the in description as well if, if if you want for the direct reach out um and, and where, where's hq it's in prague. prague uh prague Czechia. yeah nice so why i find it because so i i've seen the product demo now so so i i, I know how this could be used but what 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 are the typical customer look like for you guys? Cause I can see some great industries that this would be mm-hmm. a great fit for, but what, what's a typical um, pipe booster customer look like?
1: So we build a product for salespeople and marketing people and the RevOps people. But mm. what, from the customer feedback, we realized that uh, uh, there's uh, much more uh, opportunities. Me, personally, I come from the VC background, so if I give you an example, uh, we have customers, venture capital funds, uh, who are tracking their portfolio, uh, not only the founders, but all the employees uh, from companies that they invested in, and they want to get notified when they when any of the startup operators or somebody who was really involved in the company, uh, to a move somewhere else mm. or start something new. So this is very really interesting use case that we, uh, that we can solve. Um, but like the typical customer is, um, uh, is somebody who is in the uh, revenue operations, who basically set up by boost to once. And then salespeople or marketing people are working just with PipeDrive, so you don't need to leave your CRM. It works on the background.
0: Yeah, so, so that RevOps is quite an interesting piece there because they're they're looking at maybe how the data is handled for the business. Um, so, so you'd see this this project to make to enable your frontline sales force and or marketing team to have the latest data, so it doesn't um, either churn or just get, get lost because you're, you're sending marketing emails to or sales emails to people that don't work at place anymore you'd actually have the system in place from a rev ops standpoint to um to have that run across the business is that what you said yeah it's
1: it's actually very simple you want to make your salespeople busy with leads that are more likely to convert and, uh, and once you set up pipe booster, you basically keep getting, uh, leads on autopilot. Uh, and those leads are your past customers or late state prospect who spend all their time, you know, discussing with you the deal, but they, they never crossed the final line. So they didn't buy because, uh, because reasons that might be out of their control, yeah. but in the new company, uh if you reconnect with them, uh, then, uh, especially in the first 90 days when they are setting up, it might be a really good time uh, because they are in the buying phase. Uh, they want to, you know... Uh, show um, the so they they have the energy they want to show off that they are you know bringing new innovations into the company so it's definitely definitely um, definitely interesting
0: yeah that, that that's a, that's a really good point right so the the first 90 days I know everyone probably recognizes that from LinkedIn so they they changed <laughs> within 90 days but there is some some psychology to that so not just a th- what do you what have you done in your first 100 days so people track that whether it's a CEO, whether that's the president of the United States, what have they done in the first hundred days? So getting their feet under the ground, under the desk, understanding the lay of the land for sure. So researching how things go. But then to your point, that this is such a great time to reach out to people because um, they want to put their own imprint on the business, right? So do you, I mean, do you have any research around that? To, that, that that's a good time to, uh, beyond anecdotal for, you know is there any research that you guys have carried out there
1: it's uh, it really depends on uh, the position yeah. but for example if and we had we actually heard this from the salesforce guys <laughs> yeah. that uh, the most effective way how to sell uh, their CRM is when the sales manager leaves the company and joins a new company because yeah. then uh, he wants to bring uh, his tools, his CRMs, mm-hmm. in, in, in to, into the new company, and he's you know basically building up, building everything uh, up from scratch. And if you notice, uh, if you get notified in time, uh, yeah, you, you can make sure that no competitors are ahead of you. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you I... know, and I'm still talking about uh, this is somebody who already knows you. So, yeah. uh, like one thing that we notice with every customer is that. Every CRM system we look at, uh, there is, it's not about that 20% of people change jobs every year. Every CRM that we look at, when you firstly start monitoring them, you realize that 50-60% of your CRM is already a graveyard of old contacts mm. because they all already moved somewhere else. And it, it costs a lot of money to, uh, to, to build this relationship. So why you don't follow them to the new company? Mm. so this is really um really important to consider and maybe that's why RevOps, because they're looking for the uh, most efficient uh, ways uh, how to bring money to the new company
0: yeah i mean revops is a uh, just interesting or sales ops right it's, just, it's an interesting term i mean some people debate what's the, there is no difference between sales ops and revs ops some people will say that they're very different um but uh, yeah i'm I just gonna say i, I always find salesforce Ex Salesforce users quite interesting. They're usually quite polarized. So some people will love it because of the insights you can get from it. Other people hate it because it's a uh, a system that's not that easy to use. And so I, I typically put it down to Salesforce is terrible for the the this is an unpopular opinion, right? So or maybe not unpopular, but it's not great for the individual contributor to so the people on the ground, your sales team but it's great for the, the managers and the board because you can get whatever, you can rinse it and move your data however you want. But for the individual users, it, it's, it's not a brilliant piece of software. Um, but yeah, I,
1: but I agree. Uh, so with Pipedrive, you can build anything you want. You can test, try a couple of new things. You can really easily implement new ideas uh with the other entr- crms yeah like, like well, there are plenty of other
0: crms available yeah yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. then uh yeah you need to you know to to try something new it's very much that you need to get in touch with the, the salesforce admin and then uh, it's, I think the, the, it's also that if you're a really, really large company, you rather pay somebody to build it from you and then you pay them again to, uh, you know, to, uh, to customize everything. Yeah. And I believe that uh, that uh, it's also about, the, you know, in what stage the company is and how comfortable you are uh, with uh, you know, trying a couple of things, et cetera. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the kind of it's very on. Which we're recording this in Q1 of 2023. Um, so the kind of the rise of GPT three and other kind of open API and other uh, software like this um, or language models like that. What gets you excited about this tech? Like, so, and could it be used, for, you know, within Pipe Booster and and something like this? For,
1: So we started implementing the GPT-3 API uh, when it was released in November. So that's not the GPT-chat, that's the uh, technology which, uh, you know, the the chat is basically based on the GPT technology. So uh, we are implementing the the older model, the GPT-3 into the processes, and it's great for uh, it, it's really great to personalize messages and it's great to categorize and classify companies. So if I give you one more, uh, venture capital, uh, use case mm-hmm. is that if you are a large VC fund and you have a lot of companies that you invested in, you want, you are tracking all the founders and, uh, uh managers and startup operators, you, you don't want to be notified when, uh, so you want to be notified when they start a new startup, but how do you find it out? Uh, we what we have on our roadmap is that we will implement GPT-3 to read the description of the new company uh, Read the description of the company from the LinkedIn from the website and based on this GPT-3 can categorize it into certain industry so, you can, so it can decide if this is your um, field of uh, interest, if it meets your strategy, mm-hmm. your strategy or not. And also it is able to decide if this new company is a startup or not. So basically two things that we are using it for, to classify and categorize, mm-hmm. is it startup? Yes, no. If not, not interested. If yes, then uh, is it FinTech or is it uh, healthcare? Yeah. Then I want to get notified and I want to create lead in my CRM system. Yeah. Otherwise you get, yeah. So otherwise you get a lot of uh, ice cream shops. And, I was going to uh, say all, all, all volunteer yeah, positions
0: that they've taken a board position at as a charity. Exactly. You don't necessarily need to know that, right? You, you care about their the new high growth startup that they're gonna Yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of a lot of advisory companies,
0: etc. So, yeah. No, very very cool. I, yeah, I think the whole sentiment analysis piece. And just summarizing meetings um and and notes is is, is going to be huge so so what, what does that lead into the the kind of future roadmap for you guys is it obviously you mentioned you're hiring so team expansion features mm-hmm. What what's down the the pipe for, for you guys
1: so we um like in the short term uh we uh, we are also going to uh introduce extension in um, uh, our app in the google workspace market uh, in google work marketplace and we want to work with the other uh system as well to make sure that it doesn't really matter if you are using uh, so you can combine if you're using uh, pipe drive and then uh, gmail or maybe Microsoft 365 so we want to be really flexible and implement uh, we don't want to teach you new tools we want to implement into the uh, workspace or into the workflow that you are already using so we are implementing a couple of other uh, other tools and GPT-3 this is definitely on the roadmap so we already tested it internally and it works pretty well so uh so personalization so to personalize and write better messages it's uh it's a it's a next step
0: very cool so, so talking about you mentioned pipe drive a couple of times there so pipe booster and pipe drive how do they integrate like what what's the um yeah how, how do how do the two systems integrate there
1: it's very easy. Uh, so we have an app on the marketplace, but the easiest way how to integrate with PipeDrive is if you sign up on PipeBooster.io and uh, you create a new project and as a source you create uh, you choose PipeDrive mm-hmm. and then what, it takes one click to authorize your PipeDrive account with uh, PipeBooster and it pulls basically the data. Uh, uh, before it pulls the data and starts monitoring your contacts uh, for job changes. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, so we we'll, we did record a a short demo of that. So we'll have that in description below to kind of give you top mm-hmm. level overview. Um. And we'll uh we'll have links for a trial uh, below as well. Um. But Vlastimir is also uh, kind enough to give us a, a discount code for anyone that's listening to this, um. Which basically I think it's one hundred and eighteen dollars off. Um, exactly, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go through it in, in a bit more detail a bit later, but um, yeah, so you, you can give it a try for, for yourself there. So, yeah. just as we kind of co- come, come to the end here, what what's what is your story? Obviously, for, from uh, being VC, so obviously um, VC world to running this uh, starting uh a so lead picker w- with your co-founder, generating your first like bootstrapping your first million. What is that? What is that story? How did you find your co-founder? What's led you to go from strength to strength, you know, in, in the, in the last was it seven years or, or more now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a great, great question and a great journey full of up and up and downs as, as it is, um, as it's quite quite usual so i uh, yeah my background is venture capital so i used to uh, work in a venture capital local venture capital fund here uh, for um, over, over more than, than five years and also previous to that i used to live in vienna austria and i was the guy responsible for pipeline generation basically generating leads on a on interesting startup companies for one, one other
0: venture capital fund. Uh, those people that don't, um, that were working before the internet or not, you know, only have worked on the internet. How were you finding those startups then? Was that a lot of calling highly networked people and how, how does that used to work?
1: No, no, no! It was a lot of about googling, going through different databases, uh, going from media, and uh, and this was actually the time where the, the idea sparked, yeah. and uh, I had a, a long-term buddy, uh, my 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 best buddy, uh, my nerdy buddy from from uh, childhood, from yeah. the elementary school. And by the way, this is not our first company. So we we started with my co-founder uh, already at the high school, and we failed uh, twice. And the first company that we built uh, was when we were uh, actually 17. So so we had to uh, we had to uh, register a company uh, a bit later, and we were pretending it's it's being run by our parents. Uh, and yeah, so so this is my basically I met my co-founder. At the elementary school and we know each other for i think it's like 27 years already so, so, so what
0: is it okay so i i want to press on this so what is it that you both stayed together uh so elementary school you started the first company at 17 second company and obviously now where you are now what is it that's kept you two together what how are you complementing each other what's the strengths that he's bringing to the table and like one
1: important thing to mention now is that we already have much more very talented people in the in the team already yeah. so we met we will be we would not be able so we failed we failed twice with when doing it, just just two of us. So I believe uh, one of the big reasons why this is working is that we were uh, lucky to have uh, other people who are here with us for more than five years. But uh, to answer your questions, uh, this is really simple. Uh, My co-founder, Jan, he's the smartest person I've ever seen. And uh, he is, you know, like, uh, you know, this child in the classroom that is, I don't know, eight, nine, uh, nine years old that can code. Uh, so this was him. Yeah. So I remember, and I think it was maybe like the I don't, age of nine or 10, when uh, we had the computer class. And he came with this. It was not even the um, CD. It was the flash disk. And he coded his own uh, computer game. So we all wanted to see what is the computer game about. And then he turned it on and it was ugly. It was very really ugly. Yeah. Uh, everyone's like, ah, yeah, come on, let's play, uh, let's play uh, I don't know what was the yeah, let's play Tetris or something. Yeah, let's else, something or else, game yeah. Shit. yeah so so uh, yeah, this was this was the this was the, the beginning, but he was basically coding since since childhood. And then later on, uh, he joined a search engine company. He was the, the developer, uh, who was also involved in the nature language processing, um, uh, department. So, mm-hmm. uh, so he is the guy who knows that knows the tech and uh, I was the guy who
0: was uh, talking Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it's, so it's still, it's still positive now and, and you're going into the future, the two of you, but. but Yeah, the two of you, so it's positive now and growing that team. I think that's really, really important, right? So hiring people, the experts in in their own field um, to allow you to just grow the business, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, super important. So our team is is a mixture of people from like really, really different people, I would say. So we have really talented people who join us as interns. Uh, five years ago, and now they manage the entire, uh, you know, they manage entire departments, and are, they understand the products more than me. Uh, yeah. to be honest. And also, we have uh, we have developers from all over the world. So we have uh, we have developer, for example, from uh, uh, so they are not based with us here in Brno. Uh, sorry, in, in Prague, they are based in Brno, which is the second largest city, and uh, but a lot of them works also from uh, from uh, abroad. Like we have people from Ukraine, we have people from Morocco. Uh, we have, uh, yeah. So we are quite international team.
0: Uh, I love it. Well, well, thank thank for that. Um, so as we look to wrap up now, I've got a couple of quick fire questions. So quick fire mm-hmm. questions. They can be long form answers, but you know, it's, it's a, um, just a few short questions. Pipe booster. Your favorite use case that you've seen someone uh, use the, the platform for. The favorite
1: use case, it's the simplest one, tracking your past customers and late stage prospects. And when they leave, uh, you get notified so you can reconnect with them in the new company. And at the same time, you avoid uh, avoid churn and make sure that you're not losing the customer because your uh, internet champion or your contact person left.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. the... Love it. So top tips for those getting started using the platform. And for those that are maybe more seasoned pros that want to you know get a bit a little bit deeper and use some different uh, functionality. Uh,
1: so for the ones that are starting, I would recommend to create first let's say two three separate projects: one to track customers, second to track uh, late stage prospect, and third. For if you are a SaaS company. Uh, you are maybe curious why those users who were active are not responding anymore. So mm-hmm. that would be the third project, uh, the churned, uh, churned users. And uh, I would track them all separately and, and based on their job. Basically, each project will trigger different uh, outreach message mm-hmm. because you want to reach out with a different message to customers, uh, with different message to somebody who was almost your customer but didn't buy, and differently to someone who uh, was not really with, in touch with you but was using your product. So this is this is uh, this is what I recommend. And for the more seasoned users, uh, one uh, one uh, like hint you don't need to track only uh, your database. I mean. I mean, you don't need to track only your customers or people that you really know, but you can create a list from LinkedIn and start tracking, for example, entire market. Mm -hmm. So if if you are in sales, you know that often, uh, imagine that you are selling new, uh, let's say new solution for uh, for, uh, new accounting system or a new solution Mm -hmm. for accountants and fintech in general. Uh, very often, it's really difficult to break into a company just because the former CFO uh, or somebody who's who's responsible for the uh, uh, finance or, or well, they have
0: their toolkit and they know what their toolkit is. They love their toolkit and they don't
1: want to change. So they are using uh, accounting software from middle ages that, and they don't want to change it. It's it's bad. They burn a lot of money to maintain it. it it's it's uh, but. As long as they are in the company, you will not uh, you will not be able to sell them. Yeah. So what you can do? Imagine imagine this on entire market. So if you define your market and you define who are the people, those gatekeepers uh, who um, uh, who don't want you basically to to change their toolkit, mm-hmm. uh, you can basically put into PyBooster booster a list of all the, the let's say prospects. Yeah, and get notified when they leave or -hmm. when there is somebody new who just joined the company. Then it would be a great opportunity to uh, yeah get in touch with them and reconnect again. You can mention who, you can even mention uh, who was the previous person that left and and we were in touch with her. But this is this is something that we would uh, yeah that I would recommend for pros. And if you want to know how to set it up, uh, just reach out to us and i think we should we will be putting on our website a yeah. video uh, like step by step how we can do this yeah,
0: uh, yeah. That, that that's a really awesome use case i like the uh in my head i just had the project as so it's not necessary cuz it might be an account account that you really want to get into but you know that someone's um always going to shoot it down right so <clears throat> Uh, so I had like a laggard, so p- people that are just not going to change. So that, that uh, so it's actually a not a positive. The opportunity isn't with the individual, but that individual leaving creates the opportunity in in the in the business. So um, yeah, that, that's a really great use case. Um, anything that you would like to mention in closing before we sign off today?
1: So I would encourage everybody to go to our website uh, at PipeBooster.io. You can sign up and try the tool for free. And as we mentioned, we, uh, we prepare for listeners of this podcast a promo code, which is uh, 118 off in capitals. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and you will get basically credits in the value of $118, which is, uh, which will cover the pro subscription. And, and uh, awesome. you can try to track 3,000 of your uh, contacts.
0: Well, great. Well, um, Blasterville, thank you for that. So that discount code is 118 off. Um, but we will have it in the links in description, whether you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, um, as well as the even a LinkedIn load. So if, if everyone does want a job, uh, you can reach out direct uh, as well. So um, thank you once again. Uh, and that's it for this week. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Um, at Evolve, we are obviously, Pipedrive uh, Elite Partners, so we help you with implementation, consultancy and training, and just helping you get more from Pipedrive. Um, if you found this useful, please consider liking, subscribing, or sharing with someone that you will, they would find useful. Uh, and Vlastermil, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, thank you very much.